Good morning, everyone. Good night of Shabbos. Hope you have a wonderful day. Dedicate this class for Fuhr Shleima, for Nachman, Bini Chavit Shifra, and for Peril Bat Miriam. Um, so we're up to the fifth chapter in Gitin. And on top of 52a, the mission. Again, the mission continues with more more enactments, more enactments of the benefit of society. Orphaned relied on a, uh, a household to manage their fears. <laughs> no, not anyone that was appointed by their father, not an Aputrufus. Apotrufus. He wasn't appointed by the father, wasn't appointed by the court, but, but he's considered the administrator. Or the father appointed them an administrator. He's obligated to tithe the produce before he feeds them. You have to take care of all the trumas, all the maizes. Because to make sure the children should not eat forbidden fruit in Israel, fruit is not kosher. If you didn't tithe properly, you didn't take the truma, you're not allowed to eat from the truma table. An administrator was appointed by the orphan's father before he died. Yeshava, he has to swear when they grow up. That uh, he has to swear that he was honest, he didn't take anything for himself. He knew best, that the court appointed administrator, he doesn't have to swear. Abishol argues the exact opposite. Shaul says, administrator by the father, he doesn't have to swear. The father trusted them, you don't have to swear. But the court, you have to answer to the court, you have to answer and give an accounting for every, every, every penny. Mother will explain the reasons of the argument. What did Moses say? I'll ask you a question. How could you say that this that this one they relied on how, is allowed to how can he's even allowed to type? What do you mean? I'll throw you, I'll ask you, will I learn the Braise? The exact opposite. It says, Atem It says, you shall separate your own tithe, the trumas, and all the, all the tithe. It's a general, a, general, a general term for all the tithing, the trumas, the maizes. So you, you will separate, but not partners. You can't, par- each partner cannot tithe each other, the other partner's share, without authorization. You can't do it on your own. Atem You shall separate, but not your sharecroppers. A sharecropper is someone who receives a fixed percentage of the produce. Whatever, whatever the yield is, he gets a percentage. If it's a lot, if it's a little, but he gets a percentage of whatever the yield. So the sharecropper cannot tithe for the owner. And also the the administrator, cannot tithe for the orphan. He's not the owner. If you're kind enough that you want to give separate the trumas and maizah for someone else with your fruits you don't have that power saying since the Torah says Atem you the owner you're the only one who can you can't talk to someone else so how could the apetrufas or how could the householder the one who's in charge the one who's in charge the administrator how can he tithe for the children he can't he's not capable only the owner can tithe some Ravchitz Ravchitz the answer is like Hasha it's not a contradiction it's one thing to feed the orphans. You're tithing for them. We're doing it for the benefit of the orphans. So the rabbis have the power, the financial power, to transfer the ownership to the administrators so he can be for the benefit of the children, of the owners, for the children, the minors. Can over here, the Bryson, well, to store it until the orphans mature. If you're feeding them, then we make a special enactment. But if you're just storing it for the future, when they mature, they'll tithe. So we don't give you any power. We don't do anything unusual, any special enactment. Why should, why should we? It's only if they have to eat. How are they going to eat? So we have to take care of them. If the rabbis made an enactment. But if the administrator, he can't put it in storage without tithing it. But I'm putting in storage for years. So here, there's no reason to make an enactment. You're you're a stranger. You don't have the right, the, the authorization to tithe. They can do it themselves when they grow up. 
you know why you react? Mother says, and this is also supported, this distinction of Chiz is also supported in the Braisa. We learn. says clearly, administrators could separate, but only if the intent is to feed the orphans today, not if they're planning to store it. Now the Braisa continues, and also administrators can sell for the benefit of the orphans. What could they sell? The Hema, their animals, Avadim, their slaves, their the non-Jewish slaves, their Shvaches, their non-Jewish Shvaches, uh, maidservants, Kena, you know, who are like semi, semi-Jewish, semi you know, they convert, but they have the status of their own, they're slaves and maidservants, Batim, real estate, houses, fields, Sadis, fields, Kramen, vineyards, also, only if they need it to feed. There's not enough money to feed the children. Then they have the power to sell. But not to deposit the proceeds. That, they don't have any power. It doesn't belong to them. Because maybe the money will be stolen, so we don't give them that right. Or for the honor of the children that they have a house that belong to their parents. Right. Ancestral home. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It belongs to the family. It's in the family. This is what distinguishes the family. And he continues, and the minister can sell for them heyres, fruits, yenis, wines, shmonim, oils, slotes, flowers, to feed them and not to deposit the proceeds. They're responsible to prepare for them the lulav. And the willow branch, and the sukkah, and the tzitzis. V'chol davish yeshli kitzvah. Any mitzvah, it has a limit. Lasuya shayfer. Right, right. Include a shayfer. It includes a shayfer. A child, usually children, don't put on tefillin until they until their bar mitzvah. But a child who knows how to behave. He can start putting on tefillin earlier. The previous Rebbe, this father, Rebbe Rashab, called me when he was 11, and every day, quietly, would come to his father's room, put on tefillin. Most of us don't, we, none of us put on tefillin that early. We only put on tefillin right, right before Bar Mitzvah, a month or two before, just to train you. Isaac continues, we're like, an administrator should buy for them, say for Torah, tefillin and mezuzahs. So tefillin, right, right. So even though they're minors, but if they're worthy, if they're capable, they can stop putting on tefillin earlier. Again, any sacred object has a limit. This includes a Megillah, a scroll, a Megillah scroll. Even though the child can hear his obligation of going to show and hearing, he doesn't have to own it. Nevertheless, it's nice if he owns his own Megillah. It's nice if you own your own shayfer, even though you can just go to shul and hear it. And the bride continues with Pesach and Tzedakah, but you can't pledge charity on their behalf. You can't redeem captives on their behalf. Anything that has no limit. You know, the, 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 the mails you get every day asking for donations. You want to give a donation? Good, but not with the minor's money. The administrator doesn't have a right to give, you know, it's a mitzvah, doesn't have a right. Anything that has no set limit, comes to add, that comforting the mourners can't be subsidized from the orphan's, orphan's property. Just like tzedakah. There are many opportunities to do mitzvahs. But you don't want to deplete their wealth. The Rebbe explains the exact opposite. That the reason is, the mother is saying is, because a child is very simple, a child is very innocent, a child is very pure. So you tell a child that you only could spend 20% of your, 10% or 20% of your income to help a person who's dying, who's in need. A person is in need. The child doesn't understand that. If you can help a person, you're in a position, give him the shirt off your back to help him. What kind of nonsense? Oh, I'm, I'm measuring, oh, I'm only going to give 20%. You know, everyone else is going to have to die today because I'm not allowed to give more. So that you have to be very calculated. The child doesn't understand it. So anything a child doesn't understand, you say, you know what, leave tzedakah until he grows into an adult. Don't give any tzedakah while he's a minor. The price continues, The administrators are not authorized to litigate either lach or beliskis, whether to... To lose or to win, either way, but it's the same. You don't have the right, you're not authorized to litigate on their behalf. 
if anyone files a claim against the orphans, he can't represent them in court because he may lose the case. So you have to wait until the children mature. Yeah, when they grow up, yeah. You have to wait. You're allowed to push off a case 10 yeah. years? Yeah, you know, if the children, the children are minors, you have no choice. But if, if he can help them win the case, why, why shouldn't he represent them to win the case? Of course, if he can win the case, of course he can represent them. If he loses the case, then we say he doesn't have any right to represent them. The Allah of case, meaning to lose. He is inte- his intent was to win. But then, so if he wins, Mazel Tov, then fine. Then, then the court case stands. But if he loses, then we say, no, I'm sorry, he doesn't have the right, he's not authorized to lose a case for them. Let's see, you say. If they win, the judgment stands. Wow. Okay. Rice continues. The administrators can't sell distant land and purchase for them nearby land. Or sell poor land and redeem good land. In my time, why not? It's for the benefit of the children. He's selling distant land where they can't supervise. Buy land that's closer to them. I'm selling, I'm selling the drunk land that I picked up in one of these sweepstakes in the Pokemon that someone sold me a bill of goods and sold them a bill of goods and I'm buying for them better land. Why not? Why, why isn't he authorized to do that? So you might explain in my time the reason is, what's the reason? The Dilma Mishtadvin. Because maybe it will become damaged. Maybe the new land will become damaged. You think you're doing him a favor. But maybe the new land will be destroyed. Better to have the old, old, worse land, inferior land, but it won't, it's not destroyed. Maybe the new land will be destroyed. It's very puzzling. Like why, why do you... And maybe the bad field will also, the same will also be destroyed. I mean, better have a better field and take a chance. But he says, since there's a possibility, so therefore better sit and do nothing. You know, don't push it. Just leave it as is. Leave the status quo. Don't, don't try to change it. You think, exactly. No, yeah, you think you're improving, but it's not necessarily. Maybe the mazel, mashana maki, mashana mazel, you'll change the place. The mazel is, this new field will suddenly be destroyed. Exactly. Okay, the price continues. The, the ministers have no right to sell the field belonging to the orphans and buy slaves for them. Because it's not, it's not the equivalent exchange. Because slaves age and die. Fields, it's forever. Real estate is forever. Shem is not making more land. Slaves uh, grow up old and die. But they could sell slaves and buy fields. Fields, it's a much better, it's a much better deal. You're buying something that's permanent. There's nothing like real estate. Real estate lasts forever. Children who inherit real estate are set for life. But anything else lives and dies. Could, you know, companies go bankrupt. But a piece of property, real estate, real estate is forever. says, He says he disagrees. He says, no. The administrator doesn't either have the right to sell slaves and to buy fields. My time, why not? Maybe the new the fields will not be still. Maybe there's outstanding claims against these lands. Yeah, they're encumbered. You're right. You didn't do a good title search. Maybe there's liens on the property and it'll, and it'll, and it'll be taken away from them. He says, The price continues and the administrators have no right to free the slaves. Surely not. They're not the owners. They don't have a right. They're, they're, they're hurting the orphans. Even he's saying if they don't lose financially. Let's say the slaves want to free themselves. That they'll pay. They'll pay the price. Yeah, they'll pay. So they're not losing any money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He has no, because he has no power to free them. He's not authorized, period. End of story. But they can sell the slaves to others for the benefit of the orphans. You can sell orphans. You can sell slaves. And like you said earlier, in order to feed them. So you can also sell slaves to buy land for them. As the Tanakhama says, you could sell slaves to feed them. 
and you could sell slaves to others to feed them, and you could sell slaves to, uh, according to the, to the rabbis, and the Brice that we just learned, you could sell slaves to change, to buy, purchase property instead. And the others will set the slaves free. He doesn't have the authority. He's not authorized. Right, so anyone who wants to give money to the slave, that the slave should, free, should pay for himself and be free, that we said he can't be, he's not authorized. Instead, let them buy the slave from the other person and then set them free. The administrator is not authorized to free them, even if the slave buys himself out. But better, let the person who wants to give this money to the slave, let him buy the slave, and then he'll free them. He's a bill of emancipation from the new owners. But he gets it from the new owners, free him. Rabbi says, Rabbi disagrees. Rabbi says, no, the slave could even pay for himself. Because and, and, uh, he's like selling it to him. What's the difference? What's the difference if I sell it to someone else? Someone wants to give the slave money, and the slave comes to the master, the administrator, and says, Here, the money is free me. You're not losing anything, free me. You need money for food. You want to take the money, invest in real estate. And, and and you're saying it's not okay, but if but if the person wants to give me the money, gives it to you, and he buys me, and then, what's the difference? It's the same thing. I'm you're selling me to myself. So if you can sell me to a stranger, you can sell me to myself as well. Right, to continue. At the end, he has to give a reckoning. After they grow up, he has to give a full accounting. On full audit. You don't have to give an accountant. You trust them. Exactly. When they first take the job, they make an inventory of everything that's owned. They give one, one to the orphans, one to the administrator, so you should know what's going on. And the orphans, exactly. And the orphans later on, they claim, if they make a claim, hey, money is missing. What happened to all this money? It's missing. Right, or whatever, where's everything? Then, of course, he has to answer. But if there's no claim, then he doesn't have to give any accounting when he's done. That's Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's opinion. Right, he concludes, Right, right. We can't make women or slaves or minors administrators. But if the father of the orphans appointed them, the other, he can do whatever he wants with his money. That's what he wants. You have to respect his wishes. Wait a second. If you said that to today's one. He says, to be an administrator, you have to travel. It's, it's a very hard work. They're not used to it. The husband takes care of everything in the household. So he says, slaves are, are, not, are not trustworthy. And minors are not mentally competent. Then it's okay. Then they are okay. If that's what his wish, that's what he wants, then it's fine. The, the court cannot appoint him. If the father wants to appoint him, that's fine. That's the end of the price. There was an administrator who was living in a mayor's neighborhood. He sold the land and bought slaves with the process. He bought land and bought slaves. Amir didn't allow him, it was against the law. The heavenly court showed Amir in his dream. I, Hashem, desired to destroy. And yet you attempt to build. In other words, Hashem wanted to harm these orphans. By, by the administrator's management, ru- ruinous management of their property. This is a way to ruin and destroy destroy their, their wealth. So Hashem says, I want, it was destined that their, this wealth should be, should be ruined and destroyed. And, and here you're trying to save it. I feel luckily Hashem didn't pay attention to the dream. Amri said, Dreams have no substance. They're inconsequential. You can't base your life on dreams. You follow halacha. Halacha says that you're not allowed to, the administrator is not allowed to sell property, real estate, in order to purchase slaves. Wait, wait, wait a second.
the father obviously stole whatever he owned, whatever whatever he owned whatever he he stole. Stolen. So if Hashem wanted in this case to lose it, to lose it. Even though it harms the orphans. Yeah, it's not theirs. He doesn't want the orphans. It doesn't belong to the orphans, right? It doesn't belong to them. Another story, Ani Beitrei, the the Igre Beisat, there were two people, and the Satan regularly incited. The Kobe Shimshi, every twilight period before Shabbos, they fought with with each other. The Yitzhara was uh, was. Working very hard, and every for Shabbos they got into a fight. visited there. He waited three weeks until he made peace between them. Make sure they should stop fighting until it became a habit. Three times you can take in Shabbos without fighting. He heard the Sultan say, Why? Whoa, the Whoa, the Remove the Sutton from this house. Wherever there's fighting, the Sutton is present. That's where Satan thrives. All the negative energy comes. All the curses come from fighting. So he says he took him. He, he removed me from the house. I have nowhere. I have nowhere to. I have no entry anymore. Says who? I put the roof. There was an administrator living in the neighborhood of Shomer Levi. He never comes up. Not of his He sold the land, the real estate, and bought oxen. Shomer Levi didn't say anything. Have you sure held that land for oxen is a good exchange? It's an it's an it's an upgrade. Oxen are an upgrade over the land because oxen plow the land. It's very good you have land, but if you don't have oxen to plow. All my life, I never called my wife my wife, or my ox my ox. I called my wife my house, because she's the pillar of the home, she's a pillar of the family, she's responsible for the home. I called my ox my field, because what makes the field? It's the ox. That brings the field to its fruition, that realizes all its potential. Also, the home. What makes the home? The pillar of the home, the soul of the home. What actualizes all the potential home? It's the wife. So, you look at a wife, I don't just see a wife. I see a home. I see the pillar of the, fa- the family. I look at an ox, I see the field. I see this is what keeps the field, this is what activates all the potential. Another incident. There was orphans who relied on elderly women to manage their fears. They had a cow, shakras. She took it, took the cow and sold it, sold it for them to feed the orphans and the proceeds, right? Also, Kraven, look how many Rav Nachman, the orphans' relatives, came for Rav Nachman. Amr lady said to him, "My who gave her the right to sell the orphans' property? Who appointed her as an administrator? She appointed herself." Amr Rav Nachman said to them, "It says now Mishnah. Our Mishnah states clearly there is an appointed administrator, appointed by the father, appointed by the court. But then there is." That the orphans rely on, on, the, on the friend, on the neighbor, the family friend, the neighbor, and they also is authorized to take care of them. As long as this were the upkeep. Okay, but they, they didn't give up. But they said, but the cow increased in value. They, he, she did a terrible deal. If they would have kept the cow, yeah, she sold it when it was low. She sold the stock when it was low, and then, then, then it went up a hundred times. Uh, what, what, what kind of administrator is this? Nachman answered, Yeah, it increased in value. The possession of the How should she know? You're not liable for that increase. I sold him the best money I can get in the market at that time. How should I know that the, the cow is going to go up in value? But the orphans didn't take money for the cow at the time of the sale. It was just a promise of payment. So maybe we should cancel the deal. Since she's not really administrator, she's not appointed by the court, by the father, and she, she, it, it's to the detriment of the children, because the cow increased in value, and they never took the money yet, it was just a promise, maybe we should, she shouldn't be authorized, we should undo the deal and return the cow to the, to the children, to the orphans. said to them, if that's the case, this is what Rabbi said in the name of Shmuel, I'm a little bit of a small, Nixie, you say, but ain't a hegder. They make Nella Bacaspa. 
The property of orphans is like consecrated property. The only way you can purchase it is only with money. So therefore, if the children, the orphans, didn't get the money yet, then there's no sale. The sale is null and void, it's canceled, and they get back the cow, the, the valuable cow. It's much more valuable now. See, everyone else, how do you acquire things? By moving it. You're pulling it. You're moving it. You acquire it, whether you got the money or not or not. Then it becomes like a loan. You have to pay the money later. But here, it doesn't help. Heck, there's sacred property. Even if you move it, as long as you didn't give the money, it's not yours. Therefore, if it goes up in value, Hector says, oh, give it back to me. Goodbye. Same thing is with the orphans. We treat the orphans the same way. We look out for the benefit of the orphans. Biblically, Biblically, it says by sacred objects that only money, the only way you can acquire it is, is if you pay money. Money is preferred. Right. But the rabbi said that out of respect for the orphans, we treat orphans the same way. Another incident, the Gemara says... Uh, the wine of The orphans drew it into their possession. For the price of four zoos per barrel. No, they did a Mashiach. After the administrator of Rabbanu Ukva's property agreed to sell it to them. So they. Uh, but then the wine increased in value to six zoos. Also, the Kamler of Nachman, the administrator came before Rav Nachman. He wanted to renege in the deal. He says they never paid. We sold it to them. We sold it for them for four. I can get much more for it now. This says, you can only be acquired with money. So therefore, since the administrator wasn't paid yet, the orphans didn't pay with money yet, the sale is void, and you can invalidate it. So therefore, you can take it back the wine, or you can get more money for it. If they receive payment, then it's too late. Then you can't. Then it's tough luck. Then the, the orphans benefit. And they, Why did they say that the body regularly, still right, though, because, because, right, regularly Mashiach closes the deal, so it, is, right, it clinches the deal, yeah. but not in the case of Orphans. Right. Okay, okay, gotcha. Marshall paid me, asked me, now the Gemara discusses, what, if you drew a paid from the Orphan's possession, he didn't pay it yet, he just drew it, a yaka, and then it went up in price, and everybody says that the, the, the orphans could back, could, back, uh, could back off, could back down. They take it back. We can sell it for much more. So, but if it decreases in value, and the orphans want the sale to, to stand, because if it's going to return to them, it's cheaper, they're going to lose money. Like, it's, oh, we sold it, we got a good price, and then, and then it plumbed, and then it plummeted. They, they, they want to confirm the sale. The rights of a regular person shouldn't be greater than those of the temple treasure. In other words, if I buy in a regular case, could you back down? Let's say you buy and you paid, you paid top dollar and then as soon as you pulled it, as soon as you pulled it from the seller, it plunged in price. You can't back down. Too late. So why? Yeah. So why should Hector be any worse? In other words, the mother is arguing when we say that it's not a sale unless you pay money. If you pull, it's not enough. It's only if it's for the benefit of the orphans. But here, it's for the benefit of the orphans to say it's like any other sale. It's tough luck. Tough luck. You already pulled it. It's yours. Exactly. Right. In the previous case, also it was for the benefit of the orphans. The previous case is the orphan was Rabbanu Ukva Yasma. Rabbanu Ukva was a Yasm, was an orphan. And people bought from, from the orphan, they bought wine from him. Then it went up, but they pulled, they pulled it, but they didn't pay. So with the benefit of the orphan, we say, hey, you didn't give money, the deal is off, and, and therefore they can sell the wine now for a lot more money. But in this case, it's for the benefit of the orphans that you should say the deal stands. Tough luck. You committed to top dollar, you pulled it, it's yours, you acquired it. Now it plunged in price. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a mazel. Okay, the administrator produce from the seller's possession for the orphans without paying a yak. And then it went up. So now the seller, the seller wants to back off. 
the seller wants to back down, right? Hey, I can see, I can get a lot more for it. Give me back the fruits. So the koyach of the regular person cannot be. In other words, a regular person, once you pull, right? It's yours. Tough luck. Tough luck. Tough luck. You sold it to me for cheap. I I pulled it, and the minute I pulled it, suddenly it doubled in price. <laughs> Tough luck. It's mine. I I got the, I got a deal of a lifetime. There's nothing you can do. So even though in general we say that by hekdish it's only the money, yeah, but it's only for the benefit of the hekdish, not for not for if it's for the detriment of the hekdish. If it's for the benefit of the hekdish to say that it should be treated the same like a regular sale, then it's treated the same as a regular sale, and the same as with the orphans, since they pulled it. And it went up in price. Okay, it's their mazel. They they they, they got it cheap. They got it for cheap. They got a bargain. But what if zoil? But what if it decreased in price? And now they want to invalidate the sale because they can back off. They can back down. They say, "Listen, we never gave you money. There's no sale. We'll return the fruits. We don't want to buy it for this price. We can go in the market and buy it for cheaper. Either sell it us for cheaper or take it back." So some of mean, no, the students thought, this is the case, and therefore they can back off. So says, no, in this case, this case, it's to, det- it's to the detriment of the orphans if you're going to back off. Why? They're going to need fruits. You know what? No one's going to sell them anymore. You say, hey, unless you give money, I'm not telling you anything. Because next thing I know, I mean, you're going to pull it from me without giving me money. And then it's going gonna, it's gonna to drop in price and you're going to return it to me. You're going to renege. You're going to go back. You're going to say, oh, no, I can get it cheaper. So therefore, either the sale is final or not. So therefore, it's for the benefit of the, of the orphans to say that the sale is final. And therefore, tough luck. You bought it for a higher price, there's nothing you can do about it. The sale remains. So it's one thing if someone buys, previously we discussed if someone buys from the orphans. If someone buys from the orphans, and then it went up in price, then they, they, can, they, can, they can back off. If it goes down in price, they can't back off. Here, they're, sell, they're, they're selling to the orphans. They need to eat. They have to have sell food. So they're selling the orphans. The administrator is buying for the orphans. When it comes to buying for the orphans, we say, no, no. What, it's done. It's a done deal. Even if it's in the detriment of the orphans. Right. They have to lose. Yeah, they have to lose. Because otherwise, no one, they'll, they'll need food. And no one's going to sell them. I'm sorry. Cash. COD. Because otherwise, I'm messed. I'm going to sell you. And tomorrow, you're going to come back. And when down in price, you're going to return it. No, no, no. So therefore, it's for their benefit that if they buy, they have to follow the rules of the marketplace like anyone else. When you pull, it's done. The deed is done. For bad, for bad or for worse. Maybe it'll go up in price. Maybe it'll go up in price and you're lucky. Maybe it'll go down. Exactly. 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 Your continues. continues. If the orphans give money for produce, they gave money, but they didn't perform Mashiach. They didn't pull it. And then Zoil. Then it decreases in value, so they want to go back. They want to go back. So regular case when you buy a regular purchase, not not sacred objects, and not an orphan. A regular purchase, money doesn't mean anything. Money doesn't close the deal. The only thing that closes the deal is an actual Kenyan. So why should they be worse? Why should the sacred property or the orphans be worse than anyone else? Money doesn't close the deal, so they can back out. They can back out of the deal. I can get it cheaper. So they're allowed to back out. But a yakit, if it increases in value, and now the seller wants to back out. Hey, hey, wait a minute. You never pulled it. You just gave me money. Money ordinarily doesn't acquire anything. Give it back to me. I can sell it for a lot more. No. Here we say, I would think that this is what Rabbi says. That for the benefit of the orphans, we say money acquired it. They acquired it and they lucked out. Now it's worth a lot more. They got it. They got it for a steal. So said, "No." Again, he makes a distinction. It's one thing. It's one thing when they when they sell. Someone is buying from them. 
But if they're buying there, it's for their benefit to say we follow the marketplace, the regular market. Why? We continue on side B, 52 B. Because the seller can come and tell them, the orphans, this your wheat was destroyed by fire. We're talking about a case they just gave money, they never acquired it, they never took it. It's still sitting in the house of the seller. So if you're going to say that money acquires it, for the same reason we say that money is not effective. Money per se is not effective for any sale. Why? Because it's for the benefit of the buyer. Because otherwise, if you didn't acquire it, you didn't take it out, you didn't remove it from the house of the seller, you left it in the house of the seller, you say you acquired it, Mazeltov will say, you know what, it was burnt. It's yours, I'm not responsible for it anymore, I don't care. I'm not going to protect it, I'm not going to save it, it's yours, it's not mine. I'm not going to lose anything, I got my money already. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to sleep at night and I'm going to sleep comfortably and, you, and if you're... If your purchase burns, burns to the ground, well, what do I care? It's not my problem. It's not my headache. I got my money already. No matter what happens, I'm done. I'm good. So I don't take any responsibility. So for the same reason we say, and that's the reason we say that money doesn't work. Money is not good enough. The rabbis say you have to actually acquire it. You have to take it from, remove it from this property and take it to yourself. So for that very same reason, that reason also works for the, for the orphans. It's for their benefit. Because if you're going to say that money acquires, it's going to work to their detriment. Then they'll say, listen, I got my money. I don't care about your, your, your thing. I'll, I'll sleep at night and it'll be burnt. I'm not responsible. But now that we say that money doesn't purchase, you need to acquire it. And therefore, even if it goes up in price, the orphans lose out. Sorry, it's not a sale. You have to return it. So the seller can sell it for a higher price. This works for their benefit. Because now... The owner, the seller is responsible until he gets the money. I'm, I'm sorry, until they take it, until they acquire it, until they remove it from his property. He's on the line. If he can't deliver it, the deal is off. And he has to return all the money. So he'll protect their purchase. Because otherwise he's going to lose all of his money. The mother continues. If buyers are buying from the orphans, and the buyers gave money, but they didn't take possession of the object, and then a yaket, and then it goes up in price. If a regular sale, right, a regular person, it's not, not sacred or, or not orphans, you can cancel the sale until you, until you take physical possession, just paying money that doesn't acquire anything. So certainly the orphans can say the same thing. Hey, you just gave me money. You never took possession. So we're not going to... The only reason we say money, that, you, that money clinches the deal for the orphans, for the benefit of the orphans. Here it's for the benefit of the orphans to say it's like a regular sale. Nothing was sold. Nothing happened. Nothing has changed hands. And therefore it's ours and the sale is off and we can charge the higher price. But what if, what if it becomes cheap? What if suddenly it becomes cheap? So I would think if, if suddenly it becomes cheap, then maybe it would be better for the, for the orphans to say that the sale is a sale, the sale is clinched, it's done, it's irreversible, and therefore they got a better price. The orphans got the best price. And this guy is stuck with, with, with the things he could have bought. If he would have waited a day, he could have, could have bought a lot cheaper, but tough luck. You gave money, and money is what acquires it for the orphans, just like a sacred object, and it's for their benefit. No. Again, this is a case, again, when do we say that for the benefit of the orphans, money acquires, that's only when they, when, when someone buys from them. And so on buys from them, and so but and they they acquire and they take possession of it, but they don't give money. But in the case where they give money, they buy from the orphans, and they give money. In this case, it's for the benefit of the orphans to say that the sale stands. Why? Sometimes they need money. They're, they're, they're low in cash. They need money. So the lack of the yavla, no one's going to give them any money. Are the yavla paid? Say, okay, tell we take possession. We're not giving any money. We're not in a position to give to, to, for you to take possession yet. So what? We, we don't have money. It's for their benefit. They want people to give them money. Then the money has to close the deal. It has to close the deal. 
For orphans, you made an enactment that money closes the deal. You want money? This is the only way you're going to get money. Bank is not going to lend you any money. We're the bank. We're giving you the money, so it has to close the deal. For better or for worse, it could be you're going to lose out. It could be that you're going to close the deal, and the next day the prices will drop. And you, and you, and, and, um, well, if nobody could, if, if in that case, then, then the purchasers would say, well, we're never going to go and put money up in advance if, if this, we can't get out. Contrary. So we have to say that, that, that it does not close the deal. You have to say when you give money, it does not close the deal. Yeah. Money does not close the deal. You want money, I have to have the flexibility like any, like any other, like something that's not sacred, something that's not involving orphans. That money doesn't close the deal, and therefore I can always back out, whatever is for the good of the, of the buyer. If it, if it goes down in price, he can renege in the deal. He says, I'm sorry, I take back, and I'm going to give me back my money because I, I can get the fruits at a cheaper price. Yeah, yeah, market rate, exactly. Oh, yeah, okay. Myself, we signed as witnesses on the bill of sale written by the mother of Zayda the orphan. Who sold, the mother sold her son's land, Zayda's land that he inherited from his father, from her husband, to pay his tax. He had to pay his head tax. The head tax. Head tax, yeah, from the king. So she sold the land to pay the head tax. And also of her daughters. Right, right, right. The estate is obligated to pay the head tax of the widow, the daughters. Just like it has to pay for their food. It has to pay for all their necessities. you got to pay to play. That's what it is. But she sold it without proclaiming it. Yeah, usually when you sell land to orphans, you have to proclaim it, it has to be public. You have to publicize the 30 days because you want, you want, you want competitive bidding. Yeah, right, exactly. You're going to sell it, to, you're not getting the best, the, the best amount. Yes. Right. And we approved it. The reason we approved it is, like Radoi said, the students of Radoi, that for the head tax and for the food, for the sustenance, for all her needs and necessities, and for the burial expenses, for, their, for themselves or for the, for the father of the seas, you can sell without proclamation because it's urgent. You need the cash immediately. You don't have the time to waste, to wait 30 days. Well, exactly. They have 30 days, right. Exactly. you got to bury the guy the next day. Exactly. You know, Today. Today, whatever. Yeah. Your mother says, Amram, Tzavah, Amram, the dyer, Apatrufa, the Asmiyab. He was an administrator of orphan's property. The relative, orphan's relative, came for Nachman with a complaint. Amrile, they told him. Suddenly he's, he's wearing custom made suits. He's wearing Italian suits. Gucci suits. suits. He didn't have a penny to his name. Now suddenly he became administrator. Suddenly he's driving around the Ferrari. Gorgeous suits. Amrile, that's what he's using their funds for himself. You know, he's doing it for a reason. That he should be respected. If he dresses like a schlump, he dresses like a schlepper, he can't represent the orphans well. You know, when you come in and you're well-dressed, they take it seriously. If you dress like a schlump, if you have an office in a, shma, in a, in a dump, they're going to treat you that way. You have a fancy office, a fancy building. Oh, they know you're a prestigious company. It's not for you. You don't care about these things. But, but for the orphans, it's for the sake of the orphans that they have to represent themselves. When you represent the government, you can't walk around like a schlump because you're representing, you're an ambassador. You're representing uh, the community. So then they complain further. Again, he's eating and drinking. He's whining and dining. In Tiberia, in the best restaurants. Tiberia, the best, the costly, most expensive restaurants on their dime. 18, huh? But he's not wealthy enough to afford it. It's not his own money, we know. Before that, he would eat the hamburgers and the dust and french fries. And here, all of a sudden, he's eating in all the fanciest restaurants. Yes, every day, he's, he's, eating, he's eating at the Rothschild at their expense. 
So Rav Nachman says, Maybe he found the lost. He got lucky. He found the lost article. And he's supporting himself for, for, from the lost article. He, he came into money. In other words, it's not reason enough to dismiss him. It's not proof. It's, it's dismiss maybe, yeah, or maybe he won the lottery. <laughs> but they continued. But he, he's he's damaging the land. He's not taking care of the property. He's busy with his clothing and with his food. He's cutting down trees yeah. and doing and selling the lumber. You have to bring me proof. Bring me proof, witnesses, that he's damaging the property. And then I'll remove if you see that he's damaging, the administrator is doing damage, he's not, he's reckless, irresponsible, then you can remove it. What we learn, we remove him from his position. The Academy of Rabbi Shiva said, no, we don't remove him. Even that's not reason enough to remove him. It's like a government worker. Nothing he can do to get fired. The law is, we remove him. If he's doing damage, it doesn't belong to him. It belongs to their children. If the father appointed him, then, he, then at the end he has to swear, give an accounting. They didn't retain any property for himself. In my time, what's the reason? Because he loved this land. Surely, if, if he didn't have some benefit from the father, he wouldn't have agreed to become an administrator. Yes. And because of, of taking a nose, which person will agree voluntarily to become an administrator of an estate? It's a pain in the neck. It's responsibility. It's time. It's, 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 it's effort. Why would you do it? Unless you owe a favor to the father. He helped you in your life and you're helping him in his afterlife. So therefore, if you make him swear and give an accounting, make sure that he didn't take anything, that's not going to be a reason to stop him. Oh, no one's, no one's going to want to become an administrator. No. Even though he knows he's going to have to swear at the end, he'll do it anyway because he owes, he owes the father a favor. But we knew a bezin If the bezin appoints him, he shouldn't swear. Why? Because it's a, it's a regular favor he's doing for the court. They asked him, please do me a favor, administer. It's not, it's not his friend, it's not his family, it's not his relative. The court is asking this responsible citizen, we're asking you a favor, please take responsibility for, the, for this estate. So, you're going to make me swear? You don't trust me? You asked me to do you a favor, and then at the end, you're going to make me swear? You know what? No, thank you. Goodbye. Have a nice life. I'm not interested. You want me to volunteer for the service? And then, yeah, exactly. Abishol said the exact opposite. My time, my time. What's his reasoning? What's his logic? If the court appointed him, then he should swear. Why? Because because now he has a reputation. His reputation is sterling. You know what kind of a stamp of approval it is for the community? The court itself trusted him. It means they know he's an upright person. He's a God-fearing person. He's an honest person. That's worth its weight in gold. You have the stamp of the court that you're dealing here with an upright businessman, a person who's honest to a fault. It's worth the while for him. So therefore, even if you make him swear, it's not going to stop him. It's still worth it for him to take this responsibility to have the seal of the court that he's reliable and dependent. Are you kidding? A good reputation is priceless. But if the, if the father appointed him, he doesn't have to swear. No, it's not because he's not doing it because he owes the father a favor. He's just doing a favor for you know you're doing a fellow Jew a favor you're doing your friend a favor. There's no reason for me to do this. I don't need the headache. I don't need the commitment. I don't have the time. I'm just doing it. Obviously, uh, you, know, you love your fellow Jew like yourself. So I'm trying to help you. But if you're going to force me to swear, you're not going to trust me. You want then goodbye. I'm not interested. A Jew is is trembles before an oath. 
An oath is something, even if you're telling the truth, it's something that you tremble. It's right in the third commandment, right after the first two, top two. Don't swear falsely. Right. See, even if you swear the truth, the, the whole world trembles. It's, it's, right, it's, right, it's, right. it's with awe. You don't swear lightly. Because you're using God's name. It's yes, exactly. What's the halacha? The law follows Abishol. That's the halacha. That in the case of the Bezdin, you do make him swear. If he was appointed, the minister is appointed by the court, you do make him swear. But if he, if he was appointed by the father, you don't make him swear. And now we conclude our discussion. That both administrators swear. If it's appointed by the court, it's appointed by the father. The law follows his rule. The West from Israel was west of Babylon. It was appointed by the father. You swear. You do swear. Why? Because he gets payment for service. Because he gets payment, you pay the administrator for his time. The administrator in the state gets a salary for his time and his effort. So therefore, even if you make him swear, he's not going to refuse the appointment. He gets paid for it. It's a good job. He has to punch the time clock. The administrator appointed by the court doesn't get paid. So if he doesn't get paid, if you're going to make him swear, he's not interested. Did you bring a cow, container, and measure out payment to him? Administrators of orphans don't receive wages. An administrator who was appointed by the father does not receive wages. No one ever gave them wages. So he's, he's saying, did you bring a container? And you measured out payment for him. Why are you giving him payment? The lame are rather same. Because he's like one who receives payment. Why? He doesn't get any payment. He's taking the responsibility because it's a payment of a favor. He's returning the father's favor. So therefore, even if he has to swear... In other words, no one pays an administrator. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. He made, you're making a distinction that an administrator was appointed by the court does it for free. administrator that was appointed by the father gets paid. Is, what are you talking about? No, no administrator gets paid. They do it as a favor. But nevertheless, what you're saying is the reason why you would have to swear, or the rabbis say you would have to swear, an administrator was appointed by the father because you like as if you got paid. What do you mean if you got paid? Because you're only doing it because the guy did you home a favor. So you're paying him back for the favor that he did you. So that, that was the payment. So therefore, making you swear is not going to stop you because you owe him a favor. There's a version that is referring to the court, the, 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 the administrator appointed by the court. He says he has to swear, and that's Allah. Because he's like he gets paid. When he gets paid, he's getting paid by the stamp of approval, by the stamp for the whole community that this is an upright person. That's the price.